welcome to your podcast or mine, where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed. Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry. Welcome to your podcast or mine. I'm Sherry. And for today's episode, I'm speaking with Kaveh, one of the creative minds behind the House of Pod, a medical podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I appreciate it so much. No, thank you, Sherry. I really love the show. <laughs> thank you. I love <laughs> yours, too. So <laughs> why don't you give a, a brief description of the House of Pod for those uh, who are maybe just finding out about it for the first time today? Yeah, so it's a medical podcast, and it's co-hosted by myself. I'm a gastroenterologist, and my friend Lizzie, who is also a gastroenterologist, and our friend Joe, who is certainly not a doctor, and he's helped us provide sort of the – he slows us down, makes sure we discuss things without using too many acronyms, without getting too far into the weeds. We answer questions that listeners have. We have guests on that range from – medical professionals or experts in their medical field to comedians or musicians or or people that we just kind of want to talk to and chat with. Uh, The whole sort of goal of the show is to uh, pull back the curtain on the world of medicine, you know, show people what it's really like and and how doctors really talk. Right. Well, as I mentioned um, prior to to going on, we um, discussed that I'm a descendant of three generations of nurses. So I guess I was lucky in some respects to have grown up with that so that I can learn how to be a better patient <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and learn how to treat myself before I go into a situation where I do need to see a doctor or a, another medical professional about something. So, you know, that certainly toughened me up, you know, like I'm not just going to mm-hmm. go to, to the ER for a hangnail. Oh, yeah. It's true. When you're the child of a medical professional, whether it's a doctor or a nurse, it's like there's two speeds. They're either like, oh, my God, this is the worst case scenario. I've seen this. We need to get you checked out right now. Or more likely, it's just, you know, grin and bear it. You'll get through it. You'll be fine. And they're like, it'll be an arm will be like hanging off barely. And they'll be like, it's okay. Don't worry. You'll be fine. So it's one of two speeds when you're a, a child of, of the medical world. There's a, a positive and a negative in regards to being a medical professional because everyone thinks that you have the answer to their question. You could be at dinner and someone will knock on the door and say, oh, hey, I know you're a doctor. I have this going on. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is true. I was getting my teeth cleaned yesterday, actually, and the dental hygienist it was a new one I had not worked with. And she's, like, there working on my mouth, and she's, like, asking me, like, sort of complicated medical questions. And it's hard to answer those when you have instruments in your mouth. You're, like, ah, So it's. It, Sometimes are appropriate, sometimes not so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could just see that. <laughs> like, <laughs> could you just, like, uh, <laughs> clean out my mouth here? You know, give me the oh. little uh, spray thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll be with you, you know in one second. Exactly. <laughs> my mouth is, like, filled with, like, a pool of saliva and whatever she's cleaning. And, I like, I'm <laughs> desperately waiting for that suction device to get in there and suction it out. And, and she's like, 
going on a long question. Uh, like one point I had to sort of like grab her hand and slowly lower the suction into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's so funny. But it's not, yeah. you know, but you do answer questions that are submitted and, and you do the research. I've listened to a couple of episodes and you just don't talk about the gastrointestinal issues. What a lot of things do do lead to problems, mm-hmm. like for example, mm-hmm. stress. Stress is a big mm-hmm. <laughs> factor that can induce or, or cause gastrointestinal problems. So yeah. <laughs> if you're stressed out, then, hey, you better like think of, of ways to either combat it or be prepared for a long life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, you're exactly right. We actually talked about that recently in an episode. And basically, stress will make everything in your body worse. That's just how, kind of how it is, how it, like, sort of triggers your body. So the GI system is a particularly well-innervated system. Lots of nerves, lots of nerve connections from your gut to your brain, and a lot of which we don't entirely understand yet. And it's clear that whenever there's stress, and particularly chronic stress, that can sort of change the way your gut communicates with your brain. So, oh, yeah, it's a big part of what we do professionally. So Lizzie is a GI doctor, so I'm guessing that's how the two of you initially met. But how did you um, meet Joe, your other co-host? Yeah, so Lizzie uh, is originally from New York, and she moved out here to San Francisco where I live. And we met basically on the job through work-related stuff. And Joe I've known since junior high, I think. I've known him for longer than I've not known him at this point in my life. And he's been one of my closest friends forever. We played in a band together for a long time. We still kind of do. All the music on the show is from the band that myself, Joe, and Nadim, one of our, our producer, it's the band that we are all in. So we have been very close for a very long time. And then, you know, Lizzie met Joe, and they got along great right away. It's hard to not like Joe. He's such an earnest, sweet guy that like everyone who meets him likes him. He's one of the few guys that you could take to any environment and you could throw him in and he'll be fine. Like no matter who the people are and he'll ask questions. He'll be honestly interested in what people do. I mean, sometimes as you might've noticed on the show, he will ask questions that are either bordering on mildly sort of like, I don't want to question his intelligence, but like sometimes people look at us and they're like, wait, is he for real? Is that really a question he's asking? And then sometimes he'll ask questions that are just sublimely brilliant, just very difficult to answer sometimes. So he kind of runs the gambit. It's kind of like you never know what you're going to get, but it's usually pretty fun when he's on. Yeah, like you could take Joe to a, a black tie gala, but on the next evening you could take him to a dive bar and he'll be like moshing in the pit or something. <laughs> exactly right. People just love his like sincerity. Well, I, I love that. I love the rapport that the three of you have together, and it, it clearly shows through listening to your episodes. As mentioned before, you you do take questions from your listeners, and you also have this really cool uh, sticker, too, that you offer oh, to yeah. people who listen to the show. Yeah, we're really proud of that sticker. We just had it done by the Bay Area guy named Nigel Sussman. He is a brilliant designer and artist, and we knew him because he played in the band that we used to play with, and he's gone on to become a very successful designer. He does stuff for, like, Salesforce and Apple or uh, you know, all these tech companies here in the Bay Area. 
and he basically threw us a bone by helping us design this super cool sticker. And it's the what it is, it's sort of our play on the rod, which is the traditional snake winding around the stick, which is a symbol or emblem of the medical profession. So it's our play on it. We're really happy with it. We're giving them out to whoever wants them. So if you send us an email, we'll, we'll send you one. Um, and what's the email address where people can ask if they want one? It's hopquestions, hopquestions at gmail.com. Actually, my mom has one of those on her leg, tattooed. Not right. the House of Pod logo, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be really great. That would be really great. <laughs> I'll ask her if she could do her other leg. So, <laughs> so. That would be amazing. Yeah. So what got you into podcasting, though? Was it something that uh, you said to Lizzie and Joe, hey, you know, people might have questions about a particular topic, or was it by or was it suggested to you by someone? How did that happen? Yeah, it was sort of organic, I think. I In medical school, I had I was at UC Davis, and they have a local um, college radio station there that's really good. And I had been asked to help do a medical show at the time. <clears throat> it was just something I came in to help with, and I sort of caught that broadcasting bug uh, then. And then, you know, hanging out with Joe and Lizzie and having Joe ask us questions that were, like, sometimes really hard to answer, he'd be like, so why can't we cure cancer? And we'd have to be like, well, okay, it's kind of complicated, and we'd go into this whole discussion. And it was kind of just fun having those discussions. We decided to just do it on air. And that sort of changed – a little bit. Now it's sort of more like interviewing guests, but that core of it is still sort of there, which is like doctors trying to explain the world of medicine to people who are interested in it. Yeah, but you also have like really cool segments on how to be a better patient and then uh, subsequently how to be a better doctor. You give perspective on both sides because being a doctor, like I know when I first met my orthopedist in Florida. He worked for a practice and he was seeing, and I'm not exaggerating, about 90 patients a day. And it was burning him out. I mean, and that was on top of doing his rounds and performing surgeries and writing out his reports, things like that. And so he started his own practice and that's growing. And he's added a couple of doctors, which is awesome. But, you know, when you have that much of a clientele you can't be in there talking about like sports or how the patient is feeling because you have like Mm -hmm. 15 other people waiting in the same time block you know so how do you manage that you know and then as a patient you can't go in there with a blind eye most of the time either I did a lot of research um on who to choose as my doctor and what they specialize in before wasting any of my time and their time additionally because there are only so many hours in a day you need to find the the right person for you. So mm-hmm. You nailed a couple of things there that are really important. Like, first of all, you're exactly right. It's hard to make a, a connection with a patient if you just don't have the time or if you're too stressed, and that's a huge part of medicine, you know. We just <clears> – <throat> It's one of the things I love about the show is actually we'll have a patient on and we'll sit with them for like 30, 40 minutes. We've had uh, musicians with medical problems or we've had like actors come on to talk about like their family's illness. And 
you get a chance to actually talk to them. It's really something that we miss in medicine. And the other thing that you sort of hit on is that, you know, it is a lot of onus on the patient these days to, to do the legwork themselves because it's hard. There's no one really holding your hand. There's a lot of different options out there for some people. And you need to sort of do a lot of legwork on your own. It's two things about our, 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 right now, the medical world right now that are a problem. The modern medicine has a, a real issue with and, and we have to work through. Uh-huh. You're a podcast around because it doesn't get too technical. I mean, it does in, in certain regards, but it doesn't get too involved where you need to track out the medical terminology handbook, <laughs> which is something that I really enjoy too because you know, some, there are sometimes that I have to look up things that I'm like, what the hell does that mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's where Joe really comes in handy. Uh, you know, she he really sort of keeps us from, you know, getting too far into the weeds, and that's important because we don't even realize it. And doctors and clinics, I'm, I'm sure this is true too, will start using, like, terminology and acronyms that, you know, we use every day all the time. And we forget that normal, real people don't know those things, you know, because why would they? So I am glad to hear you say that because that is something I always worry about. I always worry about whether or not the show gets too esoteric. We we do, you know, it's funny because at least part of our listenership is medical professionals who listen just because they're like, oh, I'm glad to hear a doctor saying this, um, saying what they think might be the truth about how we are in, outside of like, you know, the common venues you see doctors and media. And then I think most of it are people who are just sort of interested lay people. So we, it's always important for me to remember that. It's easy to forget. Right, right. So uh, how do you record and edit your show? What is the process of putting that together? So I'm lucky in that, you know, I have uh, Joe and Lizzie to help do a lot of the stuff and then Nadim to help as well, getting it online and getting out there for people to listen to. We record with basically all the FM57 mics that we had from when we played music. We have like an interface, uh, an old interface that we use to help us with it. And we record onto GarageBand now. We were doing Pro Tools for a while, and Joe's sort of our sound engineer, and he's switched over to basically GarageBand. We have simplified things quite a bit, and I actually think it works and sounds better. Yeah. So how often are the episodes released? Yeah, that's a good question. We aim for two a month, uh, one every other week. Because of our schedules and because, you know, Lizzie and I will be on call uh, for a certain week and it's hard to do anything, you know, productive outside of work when you're on call, it, it becomes a little tricky. So we have sort of been trying to make it a resolution to be more consistent so we are aiming to do an episode every other week and then eventually every week if we're able. Right. Well, you know, being a doctor and being on call, you can't just schedule a podcast because right in the middle of it, <laughs> you'll get a text message saying, uh, we need you right now. So then halt everything. And then where do you pick <laughs> yeah. up from, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, that has happened. So <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an extra little challenge, but not insurmountable. Right. <laughs> So uh, what does 2020 have in store for the podcast? Do you have any uh, goals other than more consistent scheduling or 
do you have any like cool guests coming up that uh, you could talk about now? Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, what's been happening with the show. It's, it has been growing. It's been all word of mouth for us. Being in the medical profession, the only people that seem to be interested in you know sponsoring a show like ours are sort of medical things, and we don't really feel that would be appropriate. It seems a bit unethical for us to do that. So we've had no sponsorship outside of word of mouth. So it's been nice seeing the growth. We're going to hopefully continue to get that going, been more active on Twitter, trying to, to build it. And um, now it, it's easier to get the guests that we want. It's been great. We have a couple of really good ones. One of my favorite podcasts is a show called Behind the Bastards. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes, I have heard of it. He is uh, this guy named Robert Evans. He has this show for people who don't know. Where basically, they talk about the worst people in all of history like uh, Stalin, Hitler, Zuckerberg, and they'll talk about all like the things that they've done from aspects you might not know, and they make it really entertaining, which is like a little surprising because of how dark the, the subject matter is, but they make it such an entertaining show. So he's on to talk about like sort of medical bastards through history. That's coming up soon. The, the doctor, Mona Hanna Atisha, she's coming up uh, shortly afterwards. She's a doctor who blew the lid off the whole Flint water crisis. Ooh. And it, it, so we have a couple more guests coming up along those lines, some of which will be a surprise, I think. But it's looking good in that regard. And I think that is helping us, reaching out to other podcasts, doing other shows. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be performing at SF Sketchfest, which is uh, – SF Sketchfest is one of my favorite parts of living in San Francisco. It's this uh, week to two-week-long sort of uh, – comedy festival like a Lollapalooza for comedy and there's lots of live podcasts and there's shows and sketches with famous comedians and I will be there uh, as part of a show called Quizotron which is a quiz show it's going to be on January 26th it's a Sunday and it's going to be at Piano Fights really cool bar in San Francisco and basically what it is it's a quiz show where comedians professional comedians and like doctor types or scientists get together answer uh, fun science trivia, and it's a great night. But we have more sort of events like that coming up, I think, this year. Oh, that's really cool. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It's a blast, yeah. <laughs> and that's a good way to network and, and connect with new people, potential guests or, you know, other podcasts to network with, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been it's been really fun. I mean, that's the one thing I like about your show, too. It's just it's fun hearing other people behind the shows and it makes me want to check them out like some of the shows i never would have heard of before like the show you did with the ladies from uh, the general hospital show <laughs> that's not it's not really in my wheelhouse i'm not really the target audience for that but still i'm like oh this is kind of a cool idea i kind of want to to listen to what these guys are doing so uh, shows like yours are really good about that I appreciate that comment. So in uh, what way has podcasting improved or changed your life for the positive? Yeah, that's a good question. One, I've been able to meet people, which is nice. Like there's always people I've wanted to meet, either like doctors who I've always respected or heard about and getting them to come on and talk about, you know, what, what they've done in their research. That's really gratifying to me. And being, there's musicians I've always wanted to meet and I got to meet some of them and getting to meet some more coming up too. So that part of it's cool, but I think the most important thing for me is that, like, it's a form of meditation in a way. I mean, there's very few things in life that you do 
where when you're doing them, it's the only thing that you're doing. You're only there in that moment. So when I'm like sitting down across the table from somebody, I have my headphones on, I'm looking at them, I'm having like this one-on-one conversation and I feel locked in. It's the only thing I'm thinking about. It's the only thing I'm doing at that time. I'm not wondering if I left the stove on or what I have to do afterwards. <laughs> that is like, it's like the closest I come to like, you know, routine meditation. And it's really been good in that way. Yeah, it gives you an outlet to speak about something in a way that you wouldn't normally in your, you know, yeah. day-to-day business. So. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have there been any resources that have helped you out? I mean, being a musician and having that uh, background and knowing people in the industry who have gone on to other things has certainly helped. But have there been any Facebook groups, Reddit forums, or any Twitter outreach that have, you know, approached this a different way or give you guidance on what to do? No, I mean, that's actually something we probably should do more of, which is, like, get involved with other groups and talk to other people doing podcasting and and sort of get their feedback. We get help in different ways. Like, are you familiar with Dr. Jennifer Gunter? Yes. So she's, like, the most famous Twitter doctor or at least Twitter's resident OB-GYN, and she's all over the place. She's got a great book that came out called The Vagina Bible, and she's got her own show on Netflix, I think, in, like, Canada, and She has all kinds of stuff happening, and she's sort of been like a patron saint of the show, came on, did an episode with us, and has always been sort of supportive since that time, Um, learning a lot about sort of social media from her as well. So there's been people like that for sure. But, uh, yeah, we, we aren't really part of any Facebook groups or anything like that. If you recommend one, we'll definitely do it. But as far as having a patron saint, like, her, even if she retweets something, that's awesome because that gives you a little bit more exposure as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so are there any other podcasts that you're listening to right now that you like? Yeah. I mean, other than Behind the Bastards, um, the same guy has a show called Worst Year Ever about sort of the political scene in 2020. And that's always a fun one. I really like uh, Judge John Hodgman. That's sort of a classic that I, I listen to. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there is a, a comedian TV presence named John Hodgman. And uh, you've seen him on things like The Daily Show or uh, commercials for like the uh, Mac computer way back. And he has a show where basically he's a fake internet judge, but he deals with people who have these fun sort of small, sometimes big issues like couples will come in and they'll present their arguments and he'll make a judgment. And so it's kind of like Judge Judy or something like that, but a lot more entertaining, <laughs> a lot smarter, a lot lot funnier. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of him, of course. You know, if you're into comedy, you, you should know who he is. But I haven't heard the show yet, so I definitely will have oh, yeah. to, to check it out. <laughs> I listen to oh, a, like an obscene amount of podcasts, so <laughs> I'll just, I'll oh, just add that one to the list. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, how do you do it? How do you? What do you? When are you listening to your podcast? Are you uh, just like while you're working around the house or when you're commuting? What do you do? Uh, well, usually when I'm relaxing. So, how can people find your podcast on social media uh, to get more information about it and then to potentially listen to it, which is the primary goal of of this, right? <laughs> right. It is. I mean. 
it's funny because I think on social media, <clears throat> there are a lot of people who interact with us, send us emails. And I don't know if they listen to the show routinely. It's hard for me to know that who's also on social media corresponding with us and sort of listening to the show. But uh, they can find us in a lot of different ways. We're on Facebook, the House of Pod, which should be pretty easy to find. Look for the cool medical emblem. And we're on Twitter at the House of Pod. We're on Instagram as well, also at the House of Pod. You can find the podcast pretty much everywhere you find your podcast, wherever pods are casted. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and please subscribe. I, I think people will like it. Plus, I mean, the, the thing we keep hearing, you probably hear this too, is, is like when people listen to it and they've heard about it for a while, they have like this sort of vague sense of surprise that they really enjoy it. They're like, wow, I actually really enjoyed your show. And you will be like, why are you surprised? <laughs> But I I do think when people check it out, they tend to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know if you find it this way. People tend to think that medicine is boring, and it absolutely is not. (laughs) I mean, the situations that um, you can get embroiled in are (laughs) sometimes head scratching, and then other times, you know, (laughs) it's it's not like mundane at all. And the same thing about podcasting, too. People think that podcasting is extremely easy, and they think that, you know, my show is going to be boring because I only talk about other podcasts or talk with other podcasters. And that's really not the case at all either because we get into a deeper conversation than just about how do you do this, how do you do that. I mean, yeah, I, I want those questions answered, but in a different way sometimes, so... No, you're exactly right. At the root of it, your show is about having a conversation with people. And it's just having podcast discussion is sort of the introduction into that conversation. And from there, you get to talk to all these different people with all these different levels of expertise, whether it be in a TV show or trivia or news or whatever the the shows are about. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. Like I could geek out about music. I'm a big music nerd and but i love tv movies you know medical stuff uh, true crime all that so i can nerd out on different things that i really like too and then people will just see how like crazy i am so (laughs) yeah yeah. i guess that that will determine whether or not they they want to keep listening (laughs) yeah well crazy is good in that way i mean like that's what you want. I mean, that's what who I want to talk to. I want to talk to people who have a passion about something. You know, I don't care what it is, but I want to hear people who are passionate about, about something. That's what's interesting to me. That's interesting to me in a show and in real life, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm always, like, thrilled when I talk to doctors or, or people in the medical field that are also musicians, too, because we're kind of, like, along the same lines, too, because I don't know if you recall when Dave Grohl broke his ankle. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the guy who worked on his ankle up there playing the guitar, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, how often does that happen, you know? <laughs> Not so. enough. I want to... I'm waiting for that to happen. I'm waiting to be called up on stage with a famous musician to to jam with them because I helped them with some IBS, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah, here's my GI doctor. Yeah. If you need gas, if you have problems with your gas, call him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. People are a little bit less inclined to share how they know me in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's okay. I, I mean, I really love the show, and I, I think people should listen to the House of Pod, a medical podcast. It, it's really cool. It gives a lot of of insight on on both sides, the the layperson and the medical uh, profession too. So definitely check it out. And Kaveh, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I thank you for your time and understand that time is a commodity for you too. So. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. And to everyone listening to your podcast, mine, thank you for tuning in, and we'll chat soon. Do you or someone you know struggle through life with anxiety-related mental disorders? Ever get that feeling that you are one of the few? I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Take a journey with me as I talk about key points in my past and how they may have led to me being diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder. After which, we will talk about different ways to tone down the anxiety and maybe even beat it together on anxiety. The easiest way to remember the name is by thinking about how one searches for a state of zen in the midst of the anxieties of life. My name is Gerald. And I'm the host of Anxenity.